Many real estate agents across Australia confidently refer Property Insurance Plus to their clients as they recognise the price and benefit value of their policy combined with the client-focused service they deliver. They offer a comprehensive building and landlord insurance facility and have formed a powerhouse to present the very best in investment property insurance. Contact PIP today to find out more. Today, I am very excited to share the podcast with Sam Pine from ONTAP Services, also known for his kick-ass marketing stuff he gives away at conferences, and George from Barra Electrical, also known for his Stintime Big Brother. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Pine. And and his dreadlocks. Well, before you came, I said to Sam, I said, I think it was a reality show, but I actually don't know what reality show. I just remember there was a little stint and then he filled me in and then I got permission to mention it. So, um, yeah. yeah. What, so, w- what would the guess have been if, if you if you had to guess? Um, Definitely not SAS, mate. No. <laughs> no, I don't know what it would have been. I don't know. I hadn't really gone that far. But, um, I don't know. Cooking show, maybe? Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Big, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, nice. big brother. Yep. How, how many years ago was it now? Eight years. So, yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a unique head, so you can't uh, can't forget it too much. No, well, I don't think it's changed <laughs> since then. So that's the exact reason why it hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. That's my marketing skill. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We've all got to have a point of difference. <laughs> sure. um, so, what is great to um, explore today is the relationship between contractors and property managers, and you both have very strong interests in working together with property managers. That's why you are here. So we'll kickstart it with how do you guys maintain a good relationship with property managers? Uh, yeah, I kick that off. Um, look, I just think it's, uh, you know, like anything, you're trying to build a build a good sort of trusting relationship where you have, you know, a mutual understanding for each other's roles. I think the better the understanding for how a property manager's job is or how it works and likewise with a trade from both point of views sort of helps, you know, get an understanding for why you know people need certain information or why something is done a particular way so from our point of view we spend a lot of time trying to you know go in and see property managers on a regular basis attend you know their their weekly or monthly meetings you know getting feedback both good and bad just to see how we can improve or areas we can do better and likewise you know have discussions with them around information they provide so we can you know be more efficient at what we do and just like anything, we're, we're all people. We want to, uh, you know, get to know people better and then that gives you a, good, a better understanding for, you know, how they like to work and what you need to provide and, and all that sort of thing. So, And it's a very tough job for you guys because I find that you are having to create the relationship with the property manager, not the agency, because it's the property manager that rules the roost, I find, in making the decision on who they use. Yeah, 100%. So, George, what's your experience with um, property managers and how do you maintain that good relationship with them? Yeah, look, I reckon there's like three key things for us. Uh, It's knowledge, honesty, and being up to date with technology. So I find, you know, you can't, there's companies out there that they're the boss or the supervisor, the manager, they're actually not an electrician, they're not a plumber, they're not an air contact. So I just find if you want to have a company, you need the chief to know exactly how the company operates. They need to know how the admin operates, they need to know how the scheduling operates. So when a question comes from a a property manager and they need to speak to the whoever's in charge, they need to know the knowledge. And that's where I find 
uh, it's it's huge with us. And same with me, I'm very black and white. So if, you, if let's say the property manager comes up to me and says, George, you guys drilled a hole in the wrong place. I'm like, done. We stuffed up, we fix it. Like, let me handle it, I'll get it sorted. So just taking ownership of when a mistake's done, taking ownership of uh, if they want something done, or let's say let's say there's a something done from a property manager that was a mistake on their behalf. You know, if they're a, a good client, you know, we want to help you too. So we want to keep that relationship two ways. So that's how I find keeping the relationship really maintained. So, yeah, I um, have to admit that's a real big thing with us because we've had times where we've made a mistake and maybe sent out a plumber when we should have sent out an electrician. Mm-hmm. And when you've got that good relationship with your tradespeople, yep. they quite often not, and I would never expect them to do it all the time. But every now and then they would say oh, listen, you've actually sent out the wrong person. Yep. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to charge you because they're looking after the property manager and that's a good sign yep. of a good relationship, I think. 100%. Yeah. It's, yep. a, it's a you know mutually beneficial relationship. So you know, where both sides you know, understand that it's it's best for both parties to, to help each other out in situations, then you know, it makes sense. And from our point of view, you know, we want to look after the property managers that we deal with because they, they, you know, they send us work orders, but also, you know, they, they're good people. They're trying to do a good job as well. When mistakes happen, and you know, we want to be, you know, we take a long-term view to it. So, you know. mm. just touching on technology, I don't know if you're, you were referring to technology with how you operate or how the property manager operates in their technology. But can, I just want to quickly touch and and it doesn't have to necessarily be your opinion, but just what you're finding, um, you know, in the industry. Things like maintenance manager and all those technology apps that are designed to, um, you know, be very, I don't know, proactive and automated. Hmm. I don't personally like them. I don't. I think my clients don't like the all the automation behind it. But what's your experience with? Yeah, I think it's maintenance manager. And there's quite a few there's others, a few isn't there? Yeah, there's yeah. A few what, more coming. There's some over east that have been over East for a while that are starting to mark, make their way into the market here. Are they a good thing or a not-so-good thing? Uh, it's pretty – I don't hear too much positive from – like from a trade, look, we just get on board because, you know, it is what it is, and I think that's where it's going to continue to head. Um, but from what I hear from clients we've spoken to, it's it has made things more challenging. But I don't know what you think, George. Look, with me, um, I, there was one app out there. Oh, I can't remember what it was called, Tradify. Or I can't remember what it was, but um, it was just – it was a lot of uploading this, uploading that. You couldn't upload all documents at once. To, to be honest, the best program out of all the ones I've tried is Maintenance Manager. Mm-hmm. But the, the killer for us is obviously it's $6.50 or something per job. So we do a lot of annual checks. So we'll do a compliance check for $88, and we can't incorporate that cost. So – you know, that that check is already at like it's, you know, at its premium price for us. So we're losing money on that behalf. And but yeah, so if out of all the programs, like you know, I think I think Property Tree and Property Me, whenever we get a work or that's by far like for us the easiest to send our pictures back and all that kind of it's say there's a lot of there's less admin time on our behalf, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean and I use Property Me and I just think that like it's you send off your work order it's easy to follow up a work order and then when the invoice has been received, it closes the job off. So mm. there's, you don't need to get any more complicated than that, yep. really. Agreed, so, yeah. Yeah, so it will be interesting to see that space anyway. Um, now, also, as a property manager, we often want our work prioritised because mm-hmm. because we're property mm-hmm. managers. Um, how do you guys react to that? Are, are, do you find that frustrating? Um, are we that demanding or are we not too bad? 
I think there's, it's not too bad. I think, most, you know, it goes back, you've got a good relationship with some, um, there's some really great real estate and property managers out there who understand, like maintenance or understand trades, and they are the ones who probably are easy to deal with on that point of view. You'll get the odd one that, yeah, just calls you up and it's like, I need this done straight away, I'm priority. And I think we're, we're kind of lucky in our teams, we've got a sort of a big enough team on the road where we can juggle things to accommodate that stuff a lot of the mm. time. Um, but yes, uh, it does It does have its challenges, Yeah, sure. George, what do you reckon? Yeah, look, you know, we've got, like, same as um, Sam, we've got, you know, let's say 15 trade vans on the road, so we're pretty lucky. So we can jiggle, let's say, a job, let's say, in Lansdale and Bullsbrook and Mandra pretty, pretty well. But, you know, sometimes when they call us up, they'll be like, oh, there's a crack in the, a, a light switch. So it's not obviously that urgent. So we have to, like, you know, and the big thing is once you have that relationship, we can educate the property managers on what's urgent and what's not. But let's say an oven, a cooktop, a hot water comes through, 100%, we prioritize that, prioritize that as an urgent no matter what. So we try to make your life a lot easier as well. So so how do tradies work with, um, like, and this is just more of a personal interest, do you have, like, so many set jobs per day and then you always leave, like, a couple of hours for emergencies or like is that is yeah. that like a standard thing to exactly. do exactly yeah yep. okay yeah yep. that, that's what we do yeah we we book the let's say the boys up for a seven hour day yep. so we have two hour days of lag time for all the urgents we can like mix and match their jobs around so we always make sure accommodate for that yeah and we've got sort of north and south teams and so we'll book you know half of them up for sort of half days and we'll always maybe the one or two guys will only have one or two jobs on them because we know it's a little bit different on the electrical but plumbing houses i reckon out of the jobs we get through per day, 60% of them would need to be done that day. Mm. Well, they're going to be blocked toilets or yeah, taps that don't turn off. Yeah, yeah. so we always, there's always space. You just know they're going to come, so you never book things fully because you'll mm. just get yourself in trouble. That's it. Yeah, yeah. ours yeah. is probably like 20%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 there yeah. you go. Uh, difficult tenants. So we've got a few difficult tenants in our books, and mm. we quite often have to say to tradies, okay, when you go out there, don't talk to the tenant. <laughs> just do the job straight <laughs> in. But sometimes you get a few tradespeople's, and this is a frustration that probably managers can sometimes have with um, with contractors mm. is that they will give the tenant too much information yes. so like yep. you know you go in there and let's say you i don't know you you fix some wiring robot toilet and then the contractor goes oh the owner should really replace the toilet because blah blah it's like well, no just unblock the toilet yeah so that's a frustration for us I, i'm assuming you guys wouldn't do that but it's uh what i say to our guys and we we do a lot of work around because we we're working with you know property management tenants day in day out. I think the guys have a good understanding for it, but my approach is polite but vague. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very much you know you, you're in there, you're being polite, but you're there on behalf of the property manager and the owner, so you're reporting back anything to them, and you're not making any suggestions as to, you know that needs to be replaced or that's unsafe or anything like that. It's you reporting back, and you you, you know tenants will sometimes you know try to get information out of you, so the guys just need to be aware of it. And if we if we find that a tenant's a little bit tricky when we're booking the job, we'll, we'll just put a little note in there to let the guys know just just to be aware. Um, a little bit like the story I was telling you offline where we've got a, a tenant who likes to, an older <laughs> tenant who is larger and likes to be naked when contractors yeah. come. So we have to tell our contractors, <laughs> like, this may happen. Just go straight in, job done, and out uh, of there. Don't tell Pawnee what job this is. He'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Book him into <laughs> That's it. He'll come there with his top off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But look, yeah, our thing is um, whenever we, like I always tell everyone, like especially the admin staff, you kill them with kindness. That's the main thing I say. And yeah. generally we can turn them around. at the start. Once we can turn them around at the start point, I find it's easy for the boys. But yeah, we heavily train the boys on what not to say, what to say as well. So yeah, we always use the kiss, kiss principle. So yeah, we try to keep it simple, stupid. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, do you feel that property managers can use and abuse contractors? I will tell you my answer, but I'll wait for you to <laughs> look. This. You know, like the, obviously, you know, is not, not you're gonna you have like everyone's pretty, everyone's pretty lovely. You know what I mean? But you get like the old, uh, let's say, real estate that will come up to you out of nowhere, and they'll just be like, "We need this job done today," because like apparently their electricians let them down, and that's the only time they use and abuse you. So you know, it does get a bit tedious when like yeah, you feel like you're getting used and beaten around the bush, but <laughs> or they just or they or they just approach you because they want a second quote every time. So you know, it does happen. It's uh, it's not too frequent, but it does happen. Yeah. One thing I try to do with quotes, and I hate having to arrange too many quotes. Because quite often the majority of the time taken is to go and do it in the first place. Yep. Yep. So I try with my tradies, um, and especially if it's someone that I don't use regularly, I would take a photo or yes. a video as much as possible. And if it's just because the owner just is painful and just wants three quotes, I don't yep. want to waste three people's time. So, yeah, sending a video or a photo and just saying, can you do a rough quote on this? And you know yep. what? If you happen to add on a little bit extra because you, you haven't seen in person and you want to just allow for any discrepancies when you get out there, then fine, but at least you've got the quotes. Yeah. Um, that's what I would rather do for someone who I don't use often. Exactly. Like, yep. you know, if you can send us a picture, that's a yep. thousand words, same yep. as a video and that kind of stuff. And look, sometimes that's I'll say, you know, they'll be like, oh, we need a second or a third. I'm like, look, what, like, tell me what the tra- the previous electrician does. Don't tell me the price, but just tell me what he wrote. Yep. And I can, like, give you an estimate on what I think it's going to be as well. So we're not trying to poach his work. It's unethical, but yep. Yep. yeah, we're just trying to do it like that as well. Yeah. Mm. I think that's a lot easier. Well, I um, think that you guys do get used and abused quite a bit because um, I feel that I get concerned maybe with more small-time people but that we put so much pressure on you guys and then we sort of – and we don't purposely blackmail but we sort of would be like, well, if you piss us off then you're going to be a pain in the ass with like this bill being paid on time or within seven days – you just won't get any work. No, I'm not saying I do that, but I'm just saying the mentality could be surrounding that. Yep. So then, and then you've got the poor contractor who really is relying on that agency's work and has no choice but to like mm. extend the um, the trade terms, and that's pretty unfair, I think. Yep. So um, you know, we forget that you guys have got bills and wages, um, and you know, to, to pay in a business. And as property managers, we wouldn't accept our landlords to pay their management fees last because they've got yep. bills to pay. Yet we yeah, expect sure. you guys to be the last ones to pay as yep. well. So what would be um, a um, a standard sort of trade term for contractors for a real estate agent? Is it 7, 14, 30 days? Like what do you guys think? Typically we operate on 14 days. Uh... Stay with us. We'll be right back. Today's wonderful sponsor is Property Assist WA. Shannon and her team are really committed to assisting property managers' workload by assisting them with outsourcing services like routine inspections, final bond inspections and property condition reports. Keep your property managers doing what they love and outsource the things they don't to a company that thrives on positive feedback and guarantees a premium personalised service with a smile. 
the vision of Property Assist WA is to make a difference to the quality and perception of property managers, enabling you to keep your clients happy whilst improving the efficiency of your staff. But, you know, it's we, we, we're pretty confident. The reason, the advantage of working with, with property management real estate is you, you know you're going to get paid. It might be a little bit longer than you'd like, but, you know, by and large, 95% of the time or 99% of the time, you're going to get paid. And I think it's more just the, you know, that comes back to the communication side of things as well. So, um, you know, most, from what I, my experience, most real estates will do like a mid-month and an end-of-month pay run. And you normally, you're mm-hmm. in one of those and, and you're fine. And if something's gone over that, there's probably a reason. So, you know, it's just about, you know, finding out what's going on and just mm-hmm. the communication, explaining, hey, look, this is the reason for the delay on this one. It'll be within this date and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, it's, mm. um, I don't, yeah, we don't have a huge, huge problem with that side of things. It's, you know, they might, yeah, sure, we've got, you know, overdue amounts, but we know we're, pro- we're going to get paid for it. So that's why yeah, we, we prefer to deal with real estates rather than some of the general public because those are the more tricky ones. It's interesting. I actually hear the opposite. I hear no. some people not wanting to work with real estate agencies because of the terms, but I wonder if that's just the bad ones. I think, like, personally, um, the companies that are, let's say, reliant on, let's say, they don't have a kitty saved up in their bank account, they're the ones that, like, would struggle to work for real estate. I yeah. find with that most of our real estates, we probably get paid after 30 days, so that's our main uh, construction, so. Mm. Yeah, and some of our other, like, larger contracts are they have longer payment terms, so... I think once you get up to a reasonable size, you can sort of manage it a bit easier. But you yep. understand from sort of a smaller, you know, one or two man band, um, you know, waiting 30 days or, or something like that would mm. be a bit trickier. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, from our point of view, much rather uh, deal with property managers yeah, than the, same with the us. general public. Yeah. <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah, you guys are better. It's good. Excellent. <laughs> well, um, three things that property managers and contractors can do to improve the relationships. So I have written down a couple of things. I have put a suggestion that for works over $500 or maybe even a thousand you could do, that tradies should um, should ask for 50% of the works to be paid before the works carried out. Mm. And I think that that puts responsibility on the owner when they're getting large work. And mm. I think it's then it's reasonable for tradies. So these are just tips for property managers that I think are a reasonable thing to do so mm-hmm. i don't know 500 or a thousand bucks but generally something that costs that much would have a part in it that is quite expensive mm-hmm. so yeah. um the other second thing was the in our office our trust accountant provides a report to the property managers of outstanding accounts each month and we actually ask our owners to pay so every month yet yeah, a list of um, what tradies are outstanding what owners owe money and we don't just wait for the rent to come through. We put that responsibility on our owners and mm. say, you've got some outstanding bills to be paid. Can you yep. please transfer this over? Um, and I would probably say like in 20 years like of being in real estate, I've probably only done that in the last couple of years because I used to always just think the traders can wait and the rent's coming through, but it's not It's not actually fair. So we do it this way now. And I think that's a, a, something I encourage a lot of property managers to, mm-hmm. to do um, in future. And the other thing I always do is having, and, and this this isn't throwing you guys under the bus, but having two or three tradies in each industry, so three plumbers, three electricians, um, three handymen, etc. Because I find that by doing that, um, we're not putting pressure on one person 
and also that person feeling like they don't, that contractor can't say, listen, I'm really busy at the moment. Can you slow down with work? Because I don't want to slow down with work because then they'll end up with none. So mm. that's sort of something that I think is quite healthy in a real estate office. So is there anything you guys want to add to that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think yeah, I, I, we find most, a lot of real estates will use more than one contractor um, and it just, yeah, it depends on, they might have a preferred and then a backup, um, but it's of course. But you being the preferred, hopefully, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> um, in terms of the payment stuff, like the only time we've we've sort of asked for anything up front was like just at the start of COVID, and it was you know if we're replacing a hot water unit where you know the majority of the cost is the material we had to buy from the supplier, we're you know sometimes asking if we could get fifty percent up front. Um, just to cover that, so if there was any issues or delays, because you know, as a small business at that time, we were we were worried just like everybody else was. So um, we didn't want to kind of because we have to pay for that up front. We didn't mm. want to get caught short um, with people suddenly saying, "Oh, they can't pay it" or whatever. So we did that, but it's not something we've um, you know gone out to do. I mean, yeah, yeah, it might be you know we'd be open to it. Obviously, it's it's better for us, mm. but um, yeah, whether that would create issues or challenges for from the property manager and owner point of view, you know. Possibly as well. So. Yeah, well, I guess if you haven't experienced a huge issue with it, then you sort of just let it go, don't you? It's only when you've been stung yeah. once that you sort of sometimes put these plans in place. Yeah. Um, speaking of COVID, did you guys get affected from business? Like, how did that all go for you guys? Look, for us, like, uh, obviously that month when it happened, it was, um, you know, it was all doom and gloom, but it was pretty good for us. It was a bit of a holiday, you know, all the boys enjoyed it, had a bit of shorter hours and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But it was it was really good to catch up on all, like, our tech technology Based software and all our um, all our integrations and processes. So I actually found I actually got to make the company more efficient in that time. So it was a really good time to get. I was like, you know, obviously it's going to go. So I'm getting ready to roll once it comes mm-hmm. out. So that's how I found it. Yeah. And are you guys busy now? Are you finding yeah. work? Yeah, I think uh, we've been lucky. It's been it's been busy the majority of the time. Um, it sort of ramped up pretty quickly once people got a bit more comfortable. And realised, you know, being in Western Australia is a pretty good place to be. We um, love Perth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, people, more tenants were at home and, you know, more maintenance was, you know, required or whatever it may be. I, I don't know all the reasons for it, but, yeah, it seemed to be really busy. And so, so when they're working from home, sitting at their desk and they can hear that, like, that tap dripping yeah. that they just think we've always ignored. <laughs> it's bugged them for a while. Yeah. But sort of, now it's really annoying them and they're like, I want that fixed. Yeah. So, and I want yeah. it fixed today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And plus, I mean, wintertime's got busy for us. So, you know, we were probably fortunate that um, it was close to winter or coming into winter when it happened. So it normally picks up a bit for us around that time. In so. winter? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Lots of hot water and lots of roof leaks and lots of other issues. Yeah, plumbers are busy in the winter. Interesting. Yeah, but see, I sort of find that people <laughs> complain about the hot, the hot water systems. Like, there's a type of hot water system. I can't remember what Wilson. it is. Wilson. Wilson's or the Wilson <laughs> I'll tell you which one. Oh, my Lord. And, and every winter, I've got this block of units and the tenants call up and I say, listen, it's just because the pipes are cold. Yeah. And, you know, you just have a shower in the in the evening yeah. and I'm sure it'll be fine. But if you're having a shower at 6 o'clock, it hasn't warmed up yet. Oh, they're it. the worst. So we always get the calls. They're like, oh, because they work on pressure, actually. So okay. if too many people in the apartment, let's say everyone wakes up at 5.30, has a shower, the drops of pressure doesn't kick the oh. contactor in, and that's why the hot water doesn't work. So, yeah, they're, uh, they're our favourite, eh, finding. Yeah. But you've sort, you sort of got to, again, like the property manager's got to be educated 100%. as well yeah. so that you can say that to the tenants. We know that now. Yep. Um, but, yeah, otherwise, you know, we can do the wrong thing by the owner if we're just sending out tradespeople and mm. it's like, and you call back and say, nothing you can do about it. It's just the way 
right? It's, it is, you know, yeah. Yeah. So. And that's what we like tried. That's one thing we try to do, you know. We don't, we're not one of them companies that every work order you, you give to us, we're going to go out to it. Yeah. We've tried our admin staff to actually, like they're pretty much, they always, all the girls always like laugh at me. They're like, George, I'm a second year apprentice now because they know the knowledge. They will like let you guys know they're like, this runs on water pressure or, you know, go unplug everything from the PowerPoints and try reset the us. So we try to do a bit of fault finding to help you guys because we want to maintain that relationship and, you know, be there for years. So Well, I hope the property managers doing the fault finding with an RCD though, <laughs> just FYI, property managers out there, that's, um, that's one of the, the big things that I find. Yep. Yeah, I think a property manager should do that first. Yeah. <laughs> you should be educating that, that person on yeah. I mean, education is yeah. a big, like, that's what we try to do. Like, George and I try to go in and have, like, go into the meetings regularly just to talk through stuff or if there's been, like, common challenges, we can kind of just explain things in person and that, you know, property managers aren't trades. They don't, you know, they're not a plumber and electrician, but from my experience, they do. It's good if they do have a bit of knowledge and understanding for it. So when they are relaying information to an owner, they they know what they're referring to, and it just makes it easier easier for them. So and you know on that point as well, we've you know I'm now starring in some uh, YouTube clips where I'm getting some videos out for just stuff around you know how to relight hot water units and all that sort of thing because owners hate paying for a trade to go out and relight a hot water unit. Mm-hmm. So if you can kind of you know send the the link through to the tenant and hopefully they can you know, go through it themselves and save a call out, then, you know. Are you going to share that? Everybody. Share that with property managers? Yeah, I have been. You yeah. have been? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Okay, yeah, you can send it. Yeah, yeah. Because I would include that. Like, I would do, like, a little tenant newsletter or a tenant message. That's something that I would sort of send out. I was actually going to do one myself, but it would be better you doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it took us a while because we were sort of negotiating who was going to star on them, and then I eventually drew the short straw, so. Uh, oh, get out. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, <laughs> subscribe to at some point. Sam Fine. Yeah, I'm going to be an influencer soon. So yeah, he's, George, he's, uh, he's also going to be on TikTok. So. <laughs> have, have, have you done TikTok yet? No, have no, you done no, TikTok? No. <laughs> I'm just going to mention, I know it's random, but it is children that watch TikTok have got obviously just the children stuff. But mm. adults on TikTok is bloody hilarious. <laughs> like it is so funny. It's like your brain dead. I've had a crap day. I just want to lay in bed and just not think of anything. Get TikTok, and yeah, just right. Scroll through it. It's, it is so funny, like it really, really is. Yeah. Um. So highly do recommend okay. it, and you can actually just go hashtag like plumbers or hashtag electricians and see like funny stuff that um that people are doing. But oh, there you go, Pony. I, I don't, I don't think it's like I don't think you'll get business from it, but it will. Um. Right. <laughs> it's it's really it's really funny. Yeah. It's really humorous. But the the thing with that, and I know this is completely off um off track, but. It was like with when Instagram came out and everyone's like, well, Instagram, that's not for business. That's just, you know, photos or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yet now it's become a, a business, um, you know, tool. Yeah. And I feel I, there is a little part of me that thinks the same thing with TikTok. 100%. That are we yep. just having the same opinion we did of Instagram that one day it actually yeah. Yeah. might Agreed. be something. Yeah, how to utilise it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, I think like our um, our marketing lady, she does like a thing when she posts on Facebook, it automatically goes to Instagram, you know, yeah. above my pay grade. But yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> I'm sure TikTok will be amongst it So It will absolutely. So <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll finish it off there because otherwise I'll say something totally inappropriate. Um, so thank you, Sam from OnTap Services and George from Barra Electrical for joining us today. And um, I hope I hope that sort of the property managers have that little bit of extra knowledge of sort of what goes on in a tradie's mind and a few little tips of what a property manager can do to make sure that they have a really great relationship with a tradesperson. Because like we said, you know, if we do make a little mistake, if we
we've got our, yeah, our contractors on our side, they will do the right thing by us as well. On Tap Plumbing and Gas covers all Perth areas from Mandurah to Two Rocks and has a team of plumbing, drainage and hot water experts. They have an amazing reputation for their excellent service and quality workmanship on time, every time, and it is easy to see why they are a favourite to many Perth property managers. Whether you just need some friendly advice or an obligation-free quote, look no further than On Tap Plumbing and Gas.